Storygram Network. The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, Health and Human Potential Master Coach and Edutainment Curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics. Delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. Hey everyone, uh, Heather Morgan here, and um, thanks for that. Pa- thanks for the patience. The first couple minutes of the show here, we are actually going to have Ryan Sternagel joining us today, and um, I'm super excited to have him talk with us today about the anti-cancer revolution. We've had him on the show before, and his story is amazing, and I'm looking forward to having him back on the show today. Um, so I don't know if you all have had a chance to go over to our Facebook page, but do that because there's a great link that explains a little bit more. But if you or anyone you you know is touched by cancer, this is a show that you want to hear. Um, Ryan Sternagel is a father of a, of a son who is diagnosed with cancer, and his story is truly amazing. And what's, you know, like a lot of people who are diagnosed with cancer, uh, there are a lot of amazing stories out there, as we know, and we've talked about. But what makes this story unique is is how they've gone through the process and the really the unique journey that they've had and 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 how they continue to touch lives through the the process. Um, this is called the anti anti cancer revolution, and there's going to be an amazing summit for anybody who has is is looking to prevent cancer, but also ha- or has had family members with cancer and. Um, and it's it's at no cost, and it's happening June seventeenth through twenty third, coming up here, and um, and it, it's going to literally be a summit that ha- is full, full, and I mean full of resources, um, and you can go to anticancerrevolution.com. That's anticancerrevolution.com to check it out. So there's a whole website dedicated to this. And, um, you know, when people are diagnosed with cancer, most people only choose chemo, right, and radiation to fight it. Um, But it's important to understand that there's different approaches, and some cancers do better with, with certain kinds of chemo, and some cancers actually do better with other more natural type of approaches. And the good news is that patients can work with their doctors to try to have an understanding of the best approach. But the truth is... There is a broad spectrum of approaches that are out there that have been really, really successful. And that's what Ryan Sternagel has done. And that's really what he's speaking to in the summit. Um, He's gone through it. Their son is doing beautifully today, but he has spent years and years and years really researching and exploring and and, and interfacing with um, specialists in the in the integrative cancer industry to have a better understanding of what treatments are most effective and and what options are out there so that people can have a broader view of the different types of op- options that are out there naturopathic oncologists um are 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 practitioners that we don't see in the typical mainstream cancer world. Um, but these types of integrative doctors um, are doing amazing things to fight cancer. They have a different perspective that is working and making difference. So I really wanted to have Ryan on the show because he's not only has he lived it in his own family, in his own life, but he's also done the work for you, for everybody to help people to see that there are so many options out there and, and proven scientifically options that that um that could 
maybe be slightly outside of the mainstream, but could save save a life of of you or one of your loved ones. Um, so. Um, the work that he has put into this and the collection of professionals that are going to be participating in this summit um, are really collectively um, changing thousands of lives and bringing hope to families with cancer that maybe they wouldn't have seen options that maybe they wouldn't have seen. And he is, and Ryan Sternagel has sort of comprised all of these options for you. So, the Anti-Cancer Revolution. Um, it's online. It's at no charge. And it's from June 17th through the 23rd. And if you just go to that website, Anti-Cancer Revolution, you can sign up and you can see for yourself just by following it and seeing who these people, um, who these integrated professionals are, their approaches, what are the options out there. Knowledge is power. And I always say, gosh, you know, a lot of times what happens to our health isn't our fault, um, but it is our responsibility. And sometimes people just don't know where to turn. People don't know where to find the answers. They certainly want them and they're looking and, you know, you have your doctor, you have your oncologist, you have, you know, your insurance sends you a certain um, on a certain journey. Um, but there's just so much more that's out there. And it's so important today for each and every one of us to understand that, may not be your fault, but it is your responsibility. And with that, I always say our health really should be sort of a secondary part-time job, no matter who you are. We all have things that are going on with our health, either things that we're aware of or that maybe we're not so much aware of. You know, maybe you just feel fatigued or tired or whatever. You have, don't really have a diagnosis. At the end of the day, it is your responsibility from a preventative standpoint, as well as from um, from just getting educated and knowing um, information that's out there. And boy, there is a lot of information out there. So I'm super excited to bring this information to you. Again, I've seen the work that Ryan Sternagel does with the anti-cancer revolution, and I've seen the lives that it changes, and I wanted to make sure we brought him on the show and make sure that you all have this in your arsenal, your your healthy prevention arsenal or toolkit, um, as we do bring you so many great tips and tools. Um, and... And just make sure that you know, if you know anyone with cancer, that they check this out because you're going to learn so many different um, options for supporting cancer other than just the standard um, chemotherapy or radiation and, and, and things that have, you know, brought people back to health and things that have really, really made a huge difference. Um, I happen to be, I, I look at the website and I really got excited when I saw some of the speakers on here because these are, these are world renowned speakers that have had so much success helping patients, um, you know, work through their cancer and, and move beyond to healthy remission and healthy lifestyles and, um, and he's really, he's bringing together a world-class team here. And I love it. I love it because each and every person on here, I mean, you know, the topics include how childhood cancer um, has transformed, um, you know, Ryan and, and Teddy, that's his wife, their, their family, um, breast cancer myths and healing plants. So we all know that the nature provides us many, many, um, many, many therapeutics that um, we're not really using and taking advantage of. And so when there are specialists who understand how to use herbs and plants and things that are really going to help the body's response, it's always good to be aware of those. So that's one of the topics. Um, gosh, fasting, understanding the anti-cancer effects of fasting. And, you know, more and more research is coming out about fasting and um, and helping people to understand the health benefits of fasting. Cancer is just one of many, many. But again, n knowing how to, um, hold on one second. There he is. Yeah, we've got a call coming in. So let's go ahead and, and take our call. Hi there, Ryan. You're on the air. Hey, Heather. Hey. How are you? So glad you're able to join us again here on the show. Fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've had quite a few um, questions come in for you, for sure. And um, yeah, a bit of a buzz going on here. I think, you know, I was just talking to I was just talking to the audience a little bit about um, your upcoming summit. And, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of letting people know what the topics are. And, you know, I was just talking about um, about fasting, and I'm hoping that we can, you know, do a deep dive a little bit more into some of the topics that you're having on the summit. But um, just in general, before we get started, Ryan, you've been here on the show with us in the past, and um, we've heard your story, but of course, this is live radio, and not everybody has heard it. So I'd love to hear your story again. I think it's so important and so powerful. Um, we've got we got a lot of people who are following this topic. So yeah, if you could just sort of tell us um, tell us about your story a little bit. Yeah, and given the fact it's been said before, and there's there's obviously a lot to talk about. I'll try to give you the abbreviated version. I think we could spend uh, the next few hours if I really wanted to give you the seriously, <laughs> seriously, the full story. No, I, uh, every time every time I say it, I like. Afterwards, I remember like, oh, there's this massive thing that that I left out that's really interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like usually I'll just say it now because I'd, I'd usually leave this part out. Like we were so paranoid about um, environmental toxic. I must have said this last time I was on the show because we were talking about the the toxic home transformation right. event. But you know, your kid gets born with cancer, and uh, you know, at least knowing everything that we know you get really paranoid about environmental toxicity so we we just got done building a building a house in the middle of the woods from the ground up with you know non-toxic materials and Amazing. zero on our EMF meter and all that but yeah I, I I just told the story like three times and just managed to neglect that that part of it oh um, so, so true. I figured I'd <laughs> I love it but it's it huge now, but, um, yeah yeah so I I don't know it's it is what is it now 2019 and Hmm. we just crossed the five-year anniversary of of Hmm. my son being diagnosed with cancer which is you know kind of an arbitrary date but it's also you know kind of a big deal when it comes to cancer crossing that crossing that five-year mark so Mm -hmm. um that was uh that was pretty neat that was pretty neat uh and that actually yeah. Yeah, and that actually um it was so it's it's he was diagnosed 11 days before his first birthday. So oh, okay. um, so we you know we had the 5-year anniversary and then just had a 6th birthday recently too. That was just just oh. back in last month in May. Oh, um, congratulations. And, wow, what a yeah. journey the past 5 years. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, and you know my my birthday is right before his and mm-hmm. so my 29th birthday and his first birthday were both spent, you know, inpatient in a in the in the hospital in the children's mm-hmm. cancer ward. Mm-hmm. Um, so every every birthday since then has been really cool, and especially this last uh-huh. one was was really neat. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, going back, I guess going back even a little bit further. Uh, so, you know, probably about a month before his first birthday, my, my wife was breastfeeding him and she noticed, uh, you know, just he was bent over the right way or whatever and noticed a lump in his back hmm. and, you know, showed me I was, you know, obviously, I, I, you know, it wasn't like huge sticking out, but when he was bent over the right way, you could feel it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, concerning having a just random lump in your kid's back, not right. knowing what it is. And we took him into his pediatrician who was actually it was actually like kind of a under you know a, a gal that she had just hired um in her clinic that we that we saw that day but my it was, it was my wife that took him in and she was sent home kind of actually feeling bad about herself as a mother because um i mean there, there's these other things that were like glaring red flag glaring red flags looking back on it but he uh, he had fallen off the growth chart. He he was mm. born in like the you know over the 90th percentile, and at this time, he was down. I want to say in the 20s, and and he just you know about six months, he just kind of stopped growing, mm-hmm. and wow. um, you know, and she was she was made to feel bad because he was he was breastfeeding. Uh, you know, he he yeah. uh, he couldn't handle solid foods, and and uh-huh. so he had just you know been breastfed up until that point. And, mm-hmm. and then the other thing was he uh, he wasn't he wasn't um, 
crawling. He was barely pulling himself up. And, you know, being first-time parents, we didn't really know any better, but, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. everyone was right. telling us that they develop at their own pace. And, yeah. you know, now he has a little sister, and we're like, oh, that's, you know, th- this is normal development. She's yeah. <laughs> already <laughs> sure. all over the place, you know, by her first birthday. Wow, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we she came out of that appointment with a, with a referral to an occupational therapist to teach him how to eat oh, and wow. a physical therapist to teach him how to crawl. And, um, you know, that was just, just did not jive with us, did not feel right whatsoever. Um, you know, like I said, but Teddy, my wife felt bad. Like she was, she was going out buying all sorts of like, you know, it was organic, but like baby food, like trying to feel like feeling bad because, you know, it was made to feel bad that it was like kind of her fault, the writer to fall off the growth chart or whatever. And, um, you know, so I I don't know, but you know, we, we did not go to either of those. We didn't even set either of those appointments. We called back immediately and we're like, no, you know, you didn't even address like, why is there a lump in our son's back? Um, so we, uh, frustrating. Yeah, but but typical. It's unfortunately your story is it's not untypical, and um, and I think that as parents, you know, your intuition is so strong, and when we depend so much on the medical community, often that, you know, I just call on parents to say, really, really trust your intuition on those types of situations, and um, it sounds like you did, which is fantastic, and you know, always questioning, questioning, and questioning as you go along, and I know that you did that, and. It, and it was super important part of your journey. Yeah, mother's uh, mother's intuition, especially mm. like Teddy was. Teddy was really the one driving that thing to the finish line. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you it. know, as a father, I was almost. You know, I, I don't want to say that I was like impeding the process or whatever, but you know, she. I, I just <laughs> she was the one that was like really, really, really concerned and making sure that she had an answer. And yeah, I guess good. you know that the father's instinct is almost like to have everything be okay or yeah, reassure right. your wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, so we we got referred to the hospital that sees children. This was in. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle area, Washington mm-hmm. State, mm-hmm. and uh, ended up being, a, we, we thought it was a doctor, but that ended up being like a physician's assistant as well, like in the orthopedic department. Hmm. I think we got referred to orthopedics just because of the crawling thing. And, wow. Um, he took an x-ray, and all he found was that it was, you know, the writer was constipated, and that was actually wow. another thing that was highly unusual he was super super you know like pooping several times a day yeah um, his whole life uh, that whole first year and then like mm-hmm. within the last two weeks he had just stopped going and that was like another thing but you know it was like well all i see here is a little constipated and needs to poop and he took some blood work and that was supposedly fine even though looking wow. back on it his white counts were like you know high um <laughs> but uh yeah, so sent us away and said, come back in six weeks if the lump is still there. Um, and that also did not jive with us. And we yeah. kept For you. like, no, <laughs> there's, there's well, like somebody explained this lump. Yeah, you know? like, right? Well, yeah, don't just, just send me away up. and hope, wish it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, somebody was telling me, I need to look into this, this, mm-hmm. uh, this six-week thing, but... Someone was telling me that it was something to do, or that is like the magic number with insurance to where they can, they're able to oh. bill another appointment for the same oh, reason or something like that. Oh, you know, boy. I, I don't yeah. want to be like going around saying that's what it is, but someone did just mention that to me the other day, and I thought that was was highly interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so we, so we you know got back in and said no 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 like let us see an actual doctor and so we got referred to an or- again an orthopedic doctor and her and her nurse were both just kind of no and this by this point my wife had like Doctor Google diagnosed neuroblastoma wow um, wow which okay. is the type of cancer that it was but okay. you know they they were saying no 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 it, it couldn't be neuroblastoma the, the nurse worked in the oncology ward and she's no writer doesn't look like those kids I, I don't know what like you know uh, looking like those kids means right? but <laughs> yeah uh, but anyway they, they they consented to getting us an MRI or not an MRI an ultrasound to kind of appease us or whatever and we get the ultrasound and sure enough there's something in there and 
now we need to get an MRI to rule out neuroblastoma, as they put it. Mm. And, uh, you know, at that point we knew something was, you know, right. something had to be up. Mm-hmm. And we started proactively, preemptively, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Just, um, assuming the worst, better yeah. safe than sorry and all that. So immediately just, you know, started ordering any kind of yeah. supplement we could mm-hmm. and just, just calling around, getting prepared, all this stuff. Because um, we were, you know, obviously don't, didn't know as much then as we do now, but we were getting fairly naturally inclined at that point and had already been, even before Ryder was born, like getting rid of chemicals and, uh, mm-hmm. and doing away with EMF, like Wi-Fi and EMFs and that sort of thing, and um, awesome. just watching health documentaries for the sake of knowing everything we could. So, we'd, you know, we'd seen a few cancer documentaries from the, you know, integrative, holistic perspective, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. And, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're just, you know, kind of striking mm-hmm. out in all directions on that front and got the MRI, and sure enough, um, you know, the uh, the doctor came and the nurse came back in, and, and they uh, were, you know, notably, they, they had tears in their eyes. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they said the lump that we felt was just the, the tip of the iceberg, as they put it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, uh, yeah, it turned out Ryder had a massive tumor inside of and growing out of his spine, a couple secondary tumors. They had, uh, the, the secondaries had metastasized into his, hip, into his hip bones, and the primary was, like, you know, basically infused, intertwined with his spine. You, you really, like, wow. those images are just, uh, I, you know, I can see it very mm. clearly just yeah. in my mind's eye right now, but mm-hmm. it was just... You know, it was like bigger than his kidney and just completely engulfing his spine. You couldn't even see any part of his spine where the tumor was. Um, wow. And yeah, that was not the best news for. It's hard for a parent know, to. First time parents. Yeah. Right before your son's first birthday. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I mean, I can't, really, I can't imagine. And, um, and I think so many people who've been touched by cancer can always remember that moment where they found out you know what was going on and and it's it's super overwhelming and and you know fortunately you had already sort of started researching options and 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 so would you say that your so your minds had already sort of been on this you got this overwhelming news that yes in fact this is what was going on and you had already put some thought into treatment and how you would address it um I'm sure the advice that the doctors gave you was was probably the traditional chemo, right, radiation route. So tell me at this point um, the decisions that you had to make. Yeah, it was it was uh, man, it was it, it was there was a lot of different factors going through our heads like all at once. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of like that moment or even, you know, that little while is kind of like just a, you know, how you would remember a dream or something like that. Um, you know, some, some of it's really vivid and then other, other parts I remember like, you know, kind of an out of body experience or something like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So on the one hand, there was the just devastation even though we were kind of preparing for the worst sort of thing like actually hearing it seeing those images on the screen hearing the doctors describing it so on and so forth um was just like you know shell shock yeah yeah like i said just kind of yeah numb yeah numbness um and then obviously you know your mind does go to the worst or you know thinking about the worst even though you try not yeah, to let it, of course, of all course. this stuff. Um, but then, you know, on the other hand, I was like mentally, like tick, 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 like thinking about all the different things, uh, you know, all the different phone calls I was going to make, all the different things I was going to order that I heard about that I hadn't ordered. Um, yeah, all this stuff, and uh, so then there, there was that component, and then there was also the component of knowing. You know, a lot of people don't know about this, but, um, you know, I, I did going into it is that when your child is diagnosed with cancer in the good old U.S. of A and, of, you know, most, um, 
whatever you want to call it, industrialized, civilized, uh, Options, even though it's, it's yeah. not very civil, um, you, you know, you, you don't really have the uh, the choice whether or not your kid's going to participate in medical, uh, conventional medical system when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, chemotherapy and radiation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we had, For sure. you know, we had all of those factors kind of swirling around at once. And it's not like we definitely did not want to do Mm-hmm. any conventional treatment or anything like that. We just wanted to make sure we were making the best decision for our son, knowing everything that we knew. Um, but yeah, they, they wanted him in, in chemo yesterday. And it's, it's kind of crazy because like, it, it took them a couple days to diagnose, even that it was stage four wow. neuroblastoma, even though like, you know, I was demanding it. those to like, give me those images immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like texting them to, to my friend who happened to have taken over the family business, um, uh, Helan 951. It's like a it's it's a very well revered cancer supplement within wow. like the naturopathic oncology community, and okay. that just happened to be my high school friend's business. So I had already called him and was like sending him the pictures, and he was sending th- those pictures to various doctors and stuff like that, and. So I, I had yeah. it, you know, diagnosed stage four in a couple minutes, and <laughs> it was like, you know, a couple of days later before they they said stage four. But then with even within even stage four, there's all these different risk groups. There's you know high risk, intermediate risk, low risk. There's right. four S, which is like it's entirely, and they all have their own protocols. Um, but they didn't even want to wait for you know to find out exactly what it was or the pathology of it. They just wanted to start chemo immediately, mm-hmm. wow. and. Um, you know, it was just, uh, it, it just, that, you, you know, you feel like you're on this just conveyor belt um, the minute you step foot in there and, and nobody's really asking any questions at all. They're, mm-hmm. they're just saying this is what is going to happen. And um, it's, yeah, and we had like all the, like, I don't know, just sets of nurses and doctors all like, and it was kind of, it was a teaching hospital. Yeah. And so, so and so much. like, there was all these like, you know, kind of residents and, uh, I, I forget the, the other term for like all the, all these different levels of like learning doctors mm-hmm. and they all kept coming in and like after I've, you know, I've kind of forgotten this part of the mm-hmm. story. I haven't really told it much, but, mm-hmm. um, it's like they all kept coming in and asking the same questions. And oh, yeah. after a while, I just got like, both of us got furious and we told like, stop, you know, yeah, like, yeah. We, we, same people, uh, different people asking the same just, question. Nobody's communicating. Yeah we, realized, yeah. we realized this was literally just them like practicing or whatever. And we're like, yeah, you know, good point. My son's, and they're all like poking my son and stuff. I'm like, this, this is enough. Mm, really um, good point. Yeah. But anyway, we, you know, we did, so we, we got a biopsy and we, um, did consent to getting a, a line put in Mm -hmm. a central line because one, we, we knew we wanted to make the most informed, you know, if we did do conventional treatment, we wanted to decide to do it. We Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to turn on a dime and do it. Mm -hmm. And then also we, you know, we're finding out about intravenous vitamin C and even like low dose chemotherapy IPT mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. different um, integrative clinics offer and stuff like that and so you know we did get the line put in for those two okay. reasons but then we said thanks for the diagnosis we're you know Bye-bye. we're going <laughs> to go get second opinions yeah. Yeah. yeah and that was met with um, gosh uh, you know at least a dozen like a stream of different social workers and doctors oh, and I nurses bet. and surgeons like all mm-hmm. coming in trying to tell us not to like I, I didn't even know I didn't know if there was going to be security waiting for us right? at the door but oh my goodness um, yeah so we did get out of there and then immediately started calling around to other mainstream hospitals trying to confirm you know yeah. the, the protocol um, different uh, you know all sorts of different naturopathic doctors yeah. and integrative MDs and yeah. cancer clinics and alternative coaches and just pretty, pretty much everybody yeah and um and you know ordering more stuff and all this stuff and that lasted i think just uh must have been two days because we the writer was sleeping with us and we woke up to him just radiating heat oh uh, man just oh, you know God. really 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 high fever mm-hmm. uh all of a sudden he starts puking all over the place and mm. you know crying and just something like really notably wrong with him mm-hmm. and so we didn't know what was going on outside of 
our son had just been diagnosed with cancer, and now all of a sudden he's, you know, this is happening. Right. Um, and so we, uh, you know, that, that very same hospital, all of a sudden it's the middle of the night, we're racing back, uh, yeah. and it's, it's like an, our, our uh. house was an hour away from the hospital at this oh, point, man. so it was you know, kind of a crazy, crazy drive. But yeah. um, we got there, and it, uh, it turned out that as a result of getting that line put in, yeah. he had, uh, he'd gotten a bloodstream, bloodstream staph infection. Yeah, yeah. that's dangerous. Yes, more life, more Very immediately life threatening than the uh, than the cancer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's that was good. So, um, so Ryan, we actually have to go and take a break, um, and we need to hear from our sponsors. But your story is just amazing. Everybody, stay tuned and again, and go visit the anti cancer revolution dot com. Uh, go visit that and and no, check. The- just huh? anti-cancer. Oh, yeah. anti com. everybody. <laughs> um, and, and I was letting the audience know about this website earlier. So many great things that are going to be here. And I feel that just about everybody is touched by cancer at some point in their life. And so by... By attending this great information, it's it's at no charge. You're going to be um, hosting this online summit June 17th through 23rd with lots and lots of great guest speakers where people can learn about options, options that are out there, approaches. This is all the stuff that you spent years discovering and learning that you felt is really the most impactful, and you've put it together for, for everybody to go see and learn, which I think is amazing. And I want everybody, again, visit anti-cancer com, um, and we're going to come back from our break and then maybe we can go into a little bit with our remaining time um, sort of um, your your journey from there um, you know and, and, and kind of really pinpoint what have been the most impactful decisions that you have made so our listeners can say okay this is really what was most impactful for their experience and then we'll dive a little bit into what's going to be on your summit so people can um, have a better understanding of of that. Sound good? Let's do it. Okay, awesome. Everybody hang tight, and we will be right back. You're listening to Body Talk with Heather Morgan, sponsored by EA is CrossFit. More information at 415-314-1399 or at eacrossfit.com. Whole Foods Market, located in the Sonoma Marketplace at 201 West Napa Street. You can contact them at 707-938-8500 or visit them on the web at wholefoodsmarket.com. We are back. You're listening to Body Talk Radio. Uh, thanks, everyone, who's listening in and attending to our, uh, joining us today. Um, if you want to give us a call, we're at 707-933-9133. We have Ryan Sternagel and the Stern Method. Do you want to talk a little bit about that really quickly? Yeah, the Stern Method. Um, so, you know, along the way in our journey, we, uh, we, we create, originally we created a special Facebook page for for Ryder's um, cancer healing journey, I guess you could say it was, mm-hmm. it was called Fighting for Ryder. Um, and that was one, you know, we were clearly finding out about a whole lot of stuff that, that other parents weren't. I mean, our, our, our hospital room was like we had a, a juicer in there and mm-hmm. you know, like 50 different supplements in the, in the cupboard mm-hmm. and you know, like a, a steamer for cooking vegetables and mm-hmm. you know all the, like water filter and all this stuff and mm, um, we were just you know going at it while mm. we were inpatient but then you know we see the uh, we see the little snack cart wheeling around and you know, of course we just refused everything but it was yeah. like Oreos and candy bars and can you, you know, believe whatever. that yeah mind yeah, blowing and um, you know obviously probably don't even need to say it to your audience but just processed sugar that's like Mm, you know, feeds cancer. The, the cancer cells, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, but then you know we saw all the other parents like not uh, declining that, and that's that's what the kids were eating along with just you know crap hospital food and pizza and whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I mean we we started posting everything we were doing one just to to hopefully you know inspire some other parents maybe they would see what we were doing and see how well Ryder was doing and and uh and mm-hmm. you know see another way of doing things but then also for fundraising purposes mm-hmm. really cuz none of this stuff is free right. uh, all the different IV you know vitamin C treatments we were getting and you know all the mm. you know energy medicine and just continuous supply of supplements and just even the produce for the juice and right. 
all this stuff. So we started putting everything we were doing out there, like also in conjunction with having an online fundraiser and mm -hmm. we're able to raise tens of thousands of dollars awesome. um, to help, you know, to help with all this stuff. Right. And this, you know, still ended up opening up, open, ended up opening up multiple credit cards as well. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, throughout that, we, you know, ended up developing a little bit of a following because it is not every day that you see a one-year-old online getting IV vitamin C infusions and whatnot and right. that was of interest to people and mm. um, so people started you know following Ryder and his journey and everything we were doing and um, that it, it eventually led to a website it was called My Kid Cures Cancer at first but then that became politically unwise to yeah. run around with Cures Cancer and, <laughs> yeah. and we got a little bigger <laughs> Uh, and you know, got in front of a more mainstream audience and stuff. So we we changed it to the Stern method, which our last name is Sternagel, but that's hard to remember. And um, yeah, so yeah. The, the Stern method it is, and uh, and that's on Facebook, yeah, so, correct? Uh, yeah, this the Stern method on Facebook. The Stern method dot com is our mm -hmm. is our website. Okay, great. Um, Stern method on YouTube as well, uh, and then our podcast is going to be fired back up pretty soon and that is nice. called the um not the uh, just integrative answers to cancer is what that's okay. called okay excellent. Um, um but yeah yeah so that's been really neat just getting to put everything we're we're doing out there it's it's really really um helpful to so many people i know who've been following you and and feeling finding hope and finding solutions which is it, it, and may have changed the course of of their family's lives. Um, that's pretty impactful. So I like how humble you are on that. But in the end of the day, um, what you're, what you're serving up to the community is pretty, pretty awesome and impactful. So, um, I just wanted to help spread the word, but also, so with our remaining time, I just want to hear from you, like, what are the, the maybe two or three most impactful decisions that you have made that have impacted your journey, um, that you want to share with the audience. And then we'll talk a little bit more about, um, about your upcoming, um, summit. Yeah. When it, when it comes to just impactful overall decisions. decisions. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause you could have done so. So just to let the audience know you, yeah. you, the, the hospital had one plan and you ended up doing what? Yeah. And so, I mean, just to, yeah, to boil it down real mm -hmm. succinctly, succinctly right. uh, you know, the, the, we found out later on that the protocol for that, um, for that, diagnosis once we got the actual diagnosis with eight rounds of chemotherapy they were not being very upfront with us as to what the protocol was they were telling us four rounds and then maybe two rounds but back up to four rounds and then we get to four rounds and then they say the eight rounds mm -hmm. um i think they were just kind of telling us what we needed to hear to get us to the next round sure. sort of thing but at that point yeah the big decision there was moving states mm -hmm. um so we, we were in Washington at the time, and now we're in Utah. We ended up moving here pretty early on, yeah. uh, just knowing that it's, you know, a little more personal liberty-oriented here, maybe yeah. uh, politically, than, yeah. than Washington. Um, to make the choices and, you want to do, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, there there's stories of kids getting taken here and stuff, too, but it's not like anywhere's perfect, but yeah. we just, it, it was, it was it. Uh, we felt led to do it, sort of thing, just sure. back to the following intuition. Okay. Um, and when, when we got here, Ryder was so far, like, way further along than he should be, mm. um, that, you know, by conventional standards, mm -hmm. that the, uh, the new team was, was okay with a wait-and-see approach, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, not just we're not just stopping chemo altogether no matter what but just yeah. okay well you know and they i don't think they were you know thinking that all the alternative stuff did it but they were at least willing to treat him like an individual mm -hmm. um so at that point yeah we, we we discontinued chemotherapy and we've been on the wait and see approach from the conventional point of view ever ever since mm. um and yeah that was you know that was four years ago or four and a half years ago at this point mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we, yeah, I mean, we, we've just thrown the, you know, everything, including the, uh, kitchen sink at it from the holistic perspective when it comes to just, you know, a continual rotation of supplements. I mean, we're pretty big on, you know, I think at first, you know, when you start researching everything from the, from the, you know, from the alternative or holistic natural side, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. it's like, you, you just start throwing everything you can at it against the wall, especially from a supplement perspective, because everything um, sounds good. Um, is but, there, you know, over... Is, 
I'm sorry. Is there any one, one or two things that you did where you just saw real, real big improvement that you said this is working on our for our son, or was it really a collective over time of things, or was there just anything that you discovered that worked well for him? Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I wish I could point to like a couple things and say, you know, wow, there was such like mm-hmm. crazy improvement when we did this or whatever, but um, we have just you know it has been us doing 50 different things at once from the start uh, so it's it's hard to like you know there, there are certainly various supplements that that we've for whatever reason like felt really led to really hit hard and um you know i i, I think like yeah, there's there's this product called healing and uh, you know a few things like get less attention than i think they were and that that's one of the things that, that was actually one of the you know the the product that um you know my high school buddy had ended up taking over that all the naturopaths recommend and so you know we, we've done that pretty extensively i found a ton of research on um you know again a lesser known thing when it comes to just what gets written about and stuff but uh be propolis of all things um uh. Okay. So I, you know, I, I don't know. I just, you know, diff, different. I, and like, again, it's kind of less about like one thing from the supplement perspective, and more about just, you know, really wrote like I, I started to develop different categories of like, okay, I know I want to boost the immune system. I know I want to be triggering apoptosis. I know I want to be filling nutritional deficiencies, and and so there there was all these different products that could kind of fill each of these different buckets, and so I, I started like rotate like okay i'm mapping all these different things out between the different um you know objectives i'm trying to hit and then rotating through things within those different you know and you can kind of i have that kind of mapped out on on our website the stern method by the way just for anyone who's like this kind of just garbled stuff kind of coming out of my mouth but it's (laughs) it's a little more clear on the site but yeah i mean i would say just overall developing a system where you're not just doing the same thing all the time because then you know cancer can't find a way around that so kind of mixing things up um you know uh just continual detox developing kind of a lifestyle of detoxification it was a clear rider was um you know obviously his threshold was was lower than than other kids at least that's you know one Mm -hmm one explanation um stress was like another uh, teddy had a really stressful work environment and mm-hmm. we kind of look at that as maybe a you know another oh, contributing yeah. factor absolutely so, um kind of like a you know broadening mm-hmm. out from and again like on the you know I, I call it a lifestyle of detoxification but not just doing like one cleanse or whatever but just kind of continually always doing something every day whether it's the sauna or a castor oil pack or a detox bath or drinking mm-hmm. the detox tea or some you know detox supplement i like you know the, the um, few different detox supplements so it's just so, yeah just doing whatever you can so when Go you ahead. say detox um lifestyle i think that's that's super important and a lot of people don't think of that when they're battling cancer um So are you saying that you believe that toxins then play a role in facilitating the growth of cancer or preventing um, the healing process, um, the importance of detoxing daily? And we have about uh, five five minutes left just to let you know um, where we're at. Mm Mm-hmm. Both. I mean, yeah, I would say, because we're really big on removing the cause, you know what I mean, Uh Um, from a... Just whether whether you're talking about prevention or mm-hmm. whether you're talking about um, you know healing active cancer or whether you're talking about mm-hmm. making sure that you don't get a relapse, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it's like unless you've really identified. No, I'll, I'll take that back. Mm-hmm. You don't need to identify the cause because mm-hmm. you'll never really know. Right. But um, you know, we we stepped back and said, okay, well, like let's really dig into all the things that could have contributed to this because it's probably not just one thing. It's probably like, you know, like whenever you watch a documentary about like, uh, I don't know, you you watch a uh, documentary about EMFs and they have a chart with like mm-hmm. cancer, you know, the rise in cancer yeah. rates. And look, it's exactly, it matches up with the rise in EMFs. But mm-hmm. then you watch a documentary about like, you know, all the, the, the insane amount of chemicals that mm-hmm. are just keep on getting more and more. And, and look, it matches right with mm-hmm. the cancer rates or maybe like GMOs and so yeah, like, for uh, sure. you know, yeah. So um, it's like, it's, it's clear that it's not just one thing. So it's, we've taken a step back and, 
and just really removed anything that could have been a cause mm-hmm. and have just been really conscious of that. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's not an overnight thing, but I'd say, you know, having a real keen eye on that is, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things we really point to in, in you know, how well Ryder has done. So tell us, um, where is your son today and what was the prognosis? So given the stage that he was at and and then here we are, as you said, five years later, which is an amazing and incredible celebration. Where is he at? And, um, and yeah, what are, what's the next step? Yeah. So he, um, he's, he's doing really well. So he started out with, like I said, the, the big tumor, the secondaries and metastasis, uh, today, the, the secondary tumors are gone. The metastasis is gone. The big one kept shrinking, 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 even, you know, well after we stopped, conventional treatment and at some point at a like a very 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 small percentage of what it was to start it basically just leveled off and stopped Mm -hmm. and uh has done next to nothing the past few years and it's yeah we feel pretty good about just calling it scar tissue at this point i would you know like for that to go away at some point as well but wow. uh, and you know we're we're getting into to methods to do that, and we'll also be you know getting into more alternative. I don't know if you call it alternative, but just a different blood test to measure different markers and stuff like that. But okay, um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's doing great, and you know I I like to like to point to the fact that he had half of the treatment of what was you know what, what they that, recommended. What yeah, uh-huh. what that standard recommended, and just say like you know, and that's kind of what our event is all about. Is not saying it's an all or nothing from one side or the other, but right. just you know, everyone's case is different, and you like people, and especially children, should not be treated as just you know the same and in, in all these yeah. diagnoses. And mm-hmm. you know that that was the great thing about about you know again back to the team we landed on was they were willing to treat Ryder like an individual, and yeah, so. Um, yeah, I mean, right. It's it, childhood cancer survivors. Ninety percent of them um, will face multiple secondary chronic illnesses by the time they're forty. Mm. The majority of that percentage is like another life-threatening illness, such as a secondary cancer. Right. Um, and the, the conventional medical world is is you know they'll admit that it's it's the treatment that's causing that. Sure. Um, so. Yeah. That's so helpful. And so so the message here is that you are not, you know, anti um traditional treatments because you you enlisted but you you actually really listened to your intuition and seeked out many many different alternative type ways of treating your son as well. You used your own intuition. You weren't quote unquote bullied by the system and you ended up using about half of what was recommended in conjunction with all of these other modalities that you seeked out and found um, and and that has led you to today where he is um, doing great, thriving and um, you know in a place where you feel, feel good about you know, is, is he in remission or is he um, I don't know how they yeah I mean it's, it's a subjective term you yeah. know our, our our oncologist, our conventional oncologist, feels pretty good about saying he's out of the woods, yeah. remission, whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you know one of it's those things tough, where there's yeah. So yeah. he's thriving yeah. and he's doing well, um, and in your yeah. efforts. At the end of yeah. the day, yeah, we we left nothing on the table. I mean, we were mm-hmm. working with you know energy workers, getting into the woo woo side of everything. But yeah. there's, there's a lot of very compelling testimonial yeah. and even scientific explanation once you start getting into quantum physics and yep. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, if anything could work, we were we were doing it. I love it. So let's just, um, let's review again about this amazing summit that you've put together. So June 17th through 23rd, anticancerrevolution.com to go learn more and to get registered. Again, cancer is going to touch everybody out there in one way or another. So this is a way to really learn different uh, hear from different amazing professionals out there who are having great success with treating cancer, different types of holistic and alternative methods, um, health support type um, interventions and programs. Um, I mean, it's going to be discussing root causes and, you know, targeted therapies, um, you know, um, asking more informed questions of your health professionals, choosing the right foods and supplements, 
um, anti-cancer environmental and lifestyle changes because those things are important to consider as you've done super super well with um, reducing toxicity as you mentioned and increasing treatment efficacy just understanding alternative treatments that are out there and cutting edge cancer testing um, so there will be lots of different types of discussions going on during this period and again I ask everybody to take the time. Knowledge is power. Cancer is going to touch you or someone you love someday. So definitely go to anticancerrevolution.com to register. And for those who register, will there be will it be recorded so that they can go back and visit it as well? Yeah, so um, there will be, so each day it's like the 17th through the 23rd. I believe there's 42 speakers, which works out to six speakers a day. Wow. You have, um, Huge. yeah, you can watch all those speakers, you know, those speakers within that day, and then it goes to the next six speakers and, and that sort of thing. And then, um, you know, for, for those folks that want to, you know, that want to watch at their own pace or own the talk or whatever, it, yeah. they can purchase. There's the, uh, yeah, there's, okay. the, there's the option to purchase it awesome. as well. And there's, there's some really cool goodies that come with it. Uh, you know, like we, we, we went through and made like detailed, yeah. detailed notes for everything. Awesome. Um, Lincoln to all the stuff we made. Uh, there's some bonus survivor interviews for people that, you know, have really, really crazy, crazy yeah. stories. Uh, cause that's the other part of it is it's great to hear from the doctors and all yeah, that, hope, but, uh, it's also you know, really cool to hear absolutely. from people that did it. So yep. yeah, a lot of cool stuff that comes with, uh, that, awesome. comes, that comes with buying it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, again, everybody, we do have to go. Um, it's time for us to wrap up but um, Ryan Sternagel thank you for organizing this and bringing all this great information um, out to the world and um, we wish you and your son Ryder and your wife Teddy all the best in in, in, in going forward and um, everybody go check it out and make this part of your personal health journey and toolkit thanks again Ryan thanks for helping spread the word Heather of course take care bye bye bye